Hi friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to The Rooted Podcast, where we talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at She Is Rooted. Also check out the website, JennyMeyer.com, as it is my mission to help women cease the striving while resting into who God has called them to be. Now let's get started. Hey friends, I know you cannot wait to get to the next episode, but before we do, I want to invite you to our next virtual Bible study. Beginning January 6, 2022, we are going to be starting the Seamless Study by Angie Smith. This is Understanding the Bible as One Complete Story. In seven sessions, Seamless covers the people, places, and promises of the Bible, tying them together into the greater story of Scripture. Women in this study will gain an overarching understanding of the fundamental layout and meaning of the Bible. So we will be going through the Old Testament and the New Testament and tying it all together. We're going to start this seven-session study on Thursday, January 6, 2022, and we will wrap up Thursday, February 17th. We are going to be meeting on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, virtually. So mark your calendars. However, if you cannot join live, that's okay. I will send the replay out. So check out the website at www.jennymeyer.com slash Bible study, and you can register for this study starting January 6th. Also, do not forget to pick up the book via the link on the website. It tells you right where you can purchase it prior to our start date. Again, go check out the website to register, www.jennymeyer.com slash Bible study, and I will see you there. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanna talk about how we should handle times of trouble because if we have learned anything in 2020 and 2021, we will come into trouble. We will come into crisis. Life will not be easy. And while I was doing my Bible study this morning, God really put it on my heart to talk about this particular chapter in the Old Testament because we can learn so much from it. So a little background before we dive into 2 Chronicles chapter 20. So if you have your Bible, I recommend getting it open to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 as we work through this podcast and really talk about how this is an example of how we should handle times of trouble. But before we get started, a little bit of the background of that. So at this point, the nation of Israel was divided. After King Solomon, who was David's son, the, the nation divided and there was Israel and Judah. And you can learn more about that if you go back to 1 Kings chapter 12. That will kind of break that down a little bit more on the divided kingdom. So in this particular instance, 2 Chronicles 20, this is talking about the southern kingdom of Judah. The northern kingdom was still called Israel, but the southern kingdom was called Judah. And God's blessing was really upon Judah so long as the kings who were established as kings in that kingdom followed God and followed after his ways. So we have a little bit of the, the lineage and genealogy is we have King David, who was the best king out there in the Old Testament um, after God's own heart. And if you haven't read about King David, definitely check out First and Second Samuel and um, 
just for more information on him and how he really followed God despite his failures. So we had King David. King David had Solomon, who become became a great king, and until he went after idols himself. Um, so after Solomon, there was his son, Rehoboam. So that was Solomon's son. And then Solomon's grandson was Abiha. Now, I, I could totally pronounce these wrong. So I apologize for that. Um, after him was Solomon's great-grandson, which would make that David's great-great-grandson was Asa. So Asa was the, again, the great-grandson from Solomon, the great-great-grandson from David. So after Asa, which he followed God's heart as well, his son who took over was Jehoshaphat. Hard name to say, Jehoshaphat. So this story in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 is about Jehoshaphat. And he was, again, Solomon's great-great-grandson and David's great-great-great-grandson. So he was following after God's heart. He was king over Judah. And God was really protecting Judah since they they had followed his ways. They have, had kept their hearts clean for the most part and followed after, after God's own heart. So now, as we look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20, Judah becomes they become under attack. So there's multitudes coming against Judah. This is part of the story that we need to pay attention to because King Jehoshaphat shows us the best way to handle times of trouble. So I'm going to pick up in verse three. So again, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse three, it says, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. Okay, so that was verse three and four. So what does Jehoshaphat do when he he is under attack, when he doesn't know what to do, when he is stressed out, scared, doesn't know what to do, when all of these armies are surrounding him? What does he do when he doesn't know what to do? He turns to God. He fasts and calls everything everyone in Judah to do the same by seeking God. And once everyone is there, everyone um, came to Jerusalem, once everyone is there, they started to pray. So Jehoshaphat prayed this prayer. And I'm going to start that in verse five. It says, then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And he said, O Lord, the God of our fathers, Are you not God in the heavens? And are you not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand so that no one can stand against you. Did you not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? They have lived in it and have built you a sanctuary there for your name, saying, Should evil come upon us, the sword or judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry to you in our distress, and you will hear us and deliver us. Now behold, the sons of Ammon and Moab Moab and Mount Seir, whom you did not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, they turned aside from them and did not destroy them. 
see how they are rewarding us by coming to drive us out from your possession, which you have given us as an inheritance. O our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. So Jehoshaphat is praying this prayer in front of all of Judah in the house of the Lord and saying, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And in the midst of this prayer, all of Judah is seeing, they're agreeing with this. Our eyes are on you. We are turning to you, God, to help us out of this time of trouble, to, to help us from being invaded. And we are keeping our eyes on you. And so during this assembly, a man of God hears from God and speaks, saying this in chapter, or sorry, chapter 20, verse 15. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but gods. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. So we cannot overestimate our part in God's plan. So God had a plan in all of this. God said, hey, don't fear. Don't be dismayed because of because of everyone in closing in on you. Don't be afraid of the attack that you are about to get. For the battle is not yours, but it's God's. Oftentimes, we try to fight our own battles, but we end up feeling defeated, tired, anxious, worn out, and all the other feelings that come with it, right? I know that I do. When I try to fight these battles that come against me, I, I feel defeated, And if we really focus and understand that any battle that we are in belongs to God, but only if we allow it, we cannot overestimate our part in this battle. We tend to underestimate God's part in the battle. And if we are truly living a godly life and turning to him in everything, any battle that we go through belongs to God. And this is exactly what God is telling the people of Judah in verse 17. So verse 17 says, you need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out and face them, for the Lord is with you. So God is telling them, number one, You need not fight, but station yourself. So find a solid ground, right? So again, look at verse 17. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourself. So when you are facing troubles, understand that God is fighting the battle if you give it to him. But station yourself. Find solid ground in Christ and position yourself. And number two, stand and see. So once we find solid ground and position ourselves in Christ, we are to stand still and watch what God does, not trying to find solutions of our own, not trying to take over and and not saying, it's okay, God, I got this, because 
In all reality, we don't have it. We need to give it to God and understand that the battle is his. So number three, he says, do not fear or be dismayed. God is telling them and he is telling us, do not fear. Why? Because he's with us. God is with us in anything that we go through. Yet, I know for me, and I'm sure for most of you listening, it's so easy to forget that. It's so easy to forget that God is omnipresent, and that means that he is everywhere at every time. He sees it all. He knows our heart. He knows our thoughts, and he is going to battle for us. Okay, God is for us, but we have to let him. So let's get back to the story. So after Jehoshaphat hears what the Lord is saying, what does he do? He listens and does what he's told. I know that's the prayer of my heart that, God, if you are telling me something to do, I pray that I listen. Please open my ears, open my heart to listen and do what you tell me to do. So the next morning, all of Judah went out to the wilderness to wait for the battle. And Jehoshaphat is encouraging them, telling them not to fear, but trust God. God's got this. And we're going to pick it back up in verse 21. So verse 21 says, when he had consulted with his people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire as they went out before the army and said, give thanks to the Lord. So wait a second. It says they went out before the army. Jehoshaphat put people who are singing and worshiping God in front of the army, the singers, the worship worshipers. And I'm not going to lie, when I first read this, it kind of like I skipped over it at first. I went back and read it and it kind of confused me. I'm like, well, wait a second. Those shouldn't be going before the army. The army should be at the front lines, right? But let's let's look at this for a second. Why would the king put the worshipers out front? First off, he's listening to what God told him to do with do not fear. I'm I'm with you. You've got this, right? I'm going to I'm going to take care of this battle for you. So he listened to God. And the other reason why he put the worshipers out front, it's because our praise to God, our worship to God drives the enemy crazy. Satan and his demons don't like to hear our worship to God. It makes them flee. They don't like to hear that. So in in times of trouble, in times of crisis or chaos, what should we do? We should be worshiping. We need to be singing our praises to God because the enemy doesn't like that. They don't want to hear that. And so they flee. So picking back up in verse 22, let's look at what what happens. So when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. So they were defeated. Verse 23 says, For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So the worship to God that these people of Judah did confused the enemy so much, making them turn on each other. How cool does our God work when we do what he tells us to do? That worship literally confused the enemy 
so much that they turned on each other and Judah overcame. Judah then in verse 22, when Judah came to the outlook of the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude and behold, they were corpses laying on the ground and no one had escaped. No one had escaped. So the worship of God literally confused the enemy so much that they, they killed each other. Judah's enemies killed each other and Judah didn't have to do anything but worship God. So this story literally just like hit me today. And that's why I wanted to share it here on the podcast. We need to worship in times of trouble. We need to listen to God in times of trouble. And really, I just wanted to share this story because it's so applicable to our lives right now. We are living in a state of chaos or I mean, so it seems right. Our country, our world, maybe even inside our community or our home right now. Maybe you just don't know what to do. Maybe it's so bad that you're trying to fight these battles on your own and you just feel defeated. But in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, we are told exactly how to succeed, even though it may not be on our timeline, right? It may be on God's timeline. We may have to just wait it out. But God will succeed in every battle. So what do we need to do? First, we should seek God, whether that's through fasting or not. So in this, they fasted and they prayed. So whether it's through fasting or not, it should always include prayer. So seek God in prayer. Seek God first and foremost. And when you do, when you hear from him, follow his lead. Next, we need to stand firm in our position as a believer. So stand firm in your position as a believer because God's got this. The battle belongs to God. And if you let him, he will fight on your behalf every time. And while he's fighting on our behalf, don't fear. Fear comes from the enemy, not from God, because perfect love casts out all fear. And God is perfect love. And we do not need to be scared because he is with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us ever. Remember, God is omnipresent. That means he is always with us. He is always there. And if we let him, he is fighting every single battle. If we are standing firm in our position as a child of God, he is fighting our battle for us. And last, but certainly not least, we need to worship. Worship God in the good times and the bad times, especially the bad times. I know it's hard. I've been there. I've had times where I don't want to worship because it is just that bad going on in life. You know, maybe I'm struggling with something and it just, that's the last thing I want to do is worship. But our praise and worship drives the enemy nuts. It drives him out. Our praise and worship confuses the enemy. So despite feeling like weird worshiping during times of trouble, give God all you have and he will reward you. Even if that means you are singing singing a worship song with tears running down your face, right? Even if you're whispering a worship song with tears running down your face, worship God in those times of trouble. It truly is my prayer that someone listening to this today needed to hear this message because I know when I opened up my Bible this morning, I needed to hear this too. I needed to hear how we are supposed to fight our battles. And that's giving it to God. And that's listening to him as worshiping because he is there. 
So I hope that this touches your heart today. And as always, never hesitate to reach out to me via social media, via email, whatever it is. I would love to chat and take some time today or this week and read through 2 Chronicles 20 and really try to absorb it and soak that in again. Listen to this podcast again if you need to. Take notes and remember, this is how we are supposed to fight our battles. And really, it is the core of it is in verse 17. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourself, stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out to face them for the Lord is with you. So we need to face our battles, but know that the battle belongs to God and that he's got this. So again, I pray that this touches your heart today and I would love to hear from you. So check me out on social media or feel free to send me an email. And I really hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye.